0: Hi, this is Kane Hodder, better known as Jason from Friday the 13th, Victor Crowley from Hatchet. You are listening to Midnight at the Monster Museum. Keep listening, or I'll kill you. This is Charles Band. You're listening to Midnight at the Monster Museum. Way to produce. Yep, I'm recording now. You guys missed all of that
1: stuff. Uh, 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 I'm ready. Am I ready? I'm ready! All right. Episode 11, Midnight at the Monster Museum. At the Monster Museum. Bye, I'm Tom, and this is Jeff. Hello. Over there is Walid. Hello. And we are here today to talk about true, primal, unadulterated, oh, unadulterated. <laughs> un-
2: unadulterated. Yes.
1: There you go. Fear, <laughs> fear. <laughs> something as a as the prior pry oh my god
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> as the guy who can't get words out of his mouth and the dude that runs the monster museum and the guy who prides himself in being you know uh, a horror aficionado i've been doing the conventions and trade shows since i was a little kid the guy who thinks he knows stuff everybody asked me the same question
0: what's your favorite horror movie what's the thing that scares you the most
1: well, I'll tell you what, the things that, that, my favorite horror movie, it's an impossible answer, and we've tried, and we go through it, and I come I come up with different things. One day it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, next day it's The Toxic Avenger, one day it's Monster Squad. It, it's always a little bit different. Sometimes it's the original Frankenstein, but the movie that scared me the most as a kid, the first movie that actually gave me horrifying Nightmares, things that have have shaped and molded my career based on some of those nightmares. Is, is... Art? No.
0: <laughs> no. Everyone has a birthday they'll always remember. Can we open my presents now, mommy? Something, isn't he? This is Andy's. Time for bed, Andy. Good night, baby. Good night, Aunt Maggie. Good night, Chucky. Everyone knows most accidents happen at home. How did that happen? This is no accident. Andy? Undetective Mike Norris, homicide. Andy? Miss Peterson's dead, Miss Barkley. She fell from the kitchen window. Someone's moved in with the Barkley family. <coughs> and so has terror. Andy, I know who was on the counter. Andy? No who, Andy? Chucky. Nobody believes you about Chucky. In my hand, I, I, I. Oh, for God's sake. Why won't you believe? Because I'm sane, Mrs. Barkley, sane and rational. No one believes the truth <laughs> or lives to tell it. There's nothing nice about murder, <laughs> and there's nothing innocent. about child's play
1: it was a uh, a little film called child's play child's play being uh, oh, ni- 19- that that one 1988 <laughs> right <laughs> 1988. Tom Holland's Child's Play scared the living is out of me. I'll tell you what. I watched Child's Play 1 and 2 back to back. I watched them at Brian Whipple's house on a sleepover party. It was just me and him. We also burned his entire carpet that day, lit it on fire because I was pretending I was peeing with a thing of lighter fluid (laughs) as we were lighting it and uh, it burned up his whole carpet. We were shooting into the fireplace but then the trail dropped down, lit his carpet on fire. We ended up shaking two liter soda bottles to put out the fire. His mom was passed out in the other room, never knew this happened. And then we called carpet cleaners to come clean the carpet and we were like 10 years old, come clean the carpet before his mom ever woke up. They cleaned. Who paid for that? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> it wasn't me. And uh, all I know is like, it, that, that was a crazy night, but we didn't sleep the whole night because of these shenanigans and everything that happened. Um, it was, what a freaking crazy night, but, uh, I watched Child's Play 1 and 2 and I was so terrified to fall asleep because I knew I was going to have a nightmare. And then my parents would find out that I watched a rated R movie, which I was not allowed to watch rated R movies. I couldn't watch a rated R movie in my house till I was 17 years old. Much like so, when we talk
2: about Monster Squad. I watched it when I was on vacation yeah. in, uh, in Hawaii.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's one of these things where it's like I'll never forget the first time I saw Child's Play and when I fell asleep, I had the most terrifying nightmare that I've ever had. And I remember it to this day. So uh, Child's Play for me, when somebody says what's the scariest movie, I always say Child's Play and they laugh. They think it's silly because people think of Chucky as this humorous little good guy that he's turned into. What's your age? But I was, eight, and and right now Child's Play 1 is terrifying. It's a scary movie. That doll is, is scary when he's all burned up, and they're like, hey, hey, look, he's not alive. And just the sound design of the hands catching that burnt, tufted head that sounds like a freaking beehive, it's like, bop. Well, I know we are going to talk about the
2: different things and stuff, and the funny thing is, is I watched it after what I
1: watched. Before, before I, I'm going to say anything talking. else to you, what, is, what movie scared you the most as a kid? Oh uh, Scanners. Scanners. I mean, it was the
2: first horror movie ever.
1: That scared you more than Child's Play. I was six. Yeah.
2: And I didn't know movies were movies. I thought people could really blow your head up and, and like, do you remember the ending of that movie? I do. And now he has the veins popping out and blood squirting out. His
1: eyes melting and his chest starts on fire. This is, it. this is blowing my mind that no. that's the movie that scared you the most. Well, well cause, I, 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 of... cause I didn't think. I it mean, I more. love David Cronenberg and uh, Scanners is Kind of a slow. Well, I didn't burn. see it from
2: the beginning. I caught it. I caught it at the tail yeah, end.
1: Yeah, and that's that's, that's and, the meat and potatoes. That's yeah, the good stuff. And it just,
2: I, I did not know it was a movie. And huh. I was like, terrified because I, well, but but it played a good effect because then two years later I saw Nightmare uh, on Street for the first time, and
1: that was a scary movie. It didn't scare me. Really? Because I knew it was a movie. That's crazy.
0: So so when
1: I saw Nightmare on Elm Street I actually saw it before Child's Play and it did scare the crap out of me, but I loved it. I, I, I understand loved... why people find it
2: scary. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't like I was like, Why do people think Night-
1: no, I- Nightmare on Elm Street scared the crap out of me, but I loved it so much. I my parents had gone out to eat and I recorded it off USA and I wrote on the tape he managed Shira's Christmas special. Yeah. And yeah. that way nobody would ever look <laughs> at that tape except for me. And it was it was awesome that I had it had commercials and stuff, like it was uh, edited version, clearly, but I couldn't you tell. It, it was still so scary. The Tina stuff, dragging in the hallway, and the you know, just the mom in Nightmare on Elm Street is almost scarier than Freddy Krueger himself. <laughs> and I mean, she was locked, locked, locked. They're all locked. And that was horrifying. But uh, but that movie scared me. But I loved it. The adrenaline. I hadn't seen *Child's Play* yet, but I didn't. I missed the original run, and then, uh, and then when part two came out, do you remember that trailer? that was like, "Watch out, Jack! The, Chucky's back!" Well, then
2: the Jack in the box. Yeah, thing.
1: and that, uh, that, that promo. Everybody on the playground was running around going, "Watch out, Jack! Chucky's back!" Well, so and that's, I was like,
2: "This one, I was a teenager."
1: I was so, like. Telling everybody that I love horror movies. I saw that and, in the
2: theater, though. I it uh, uh, a
1: little bit, because I didn't... It was, it, I was one of those, it was one of those things where by the time I had talked such big game about how much I loved horror movies, and then we went to watch part one, and I might have even alluded to the fact that I saw part one, which I did not. When we watched them at Brian Whipple's house that night, it horrified. I was... And I had an extremely close relationship with a Teddy Ruxpin. Like, me and Teddy, he was my best friend. That that dude, I dressed him up for Halloween multiple years. Like, Teddy Ruxpin and I were were attached at the hip. So, to see this good guy doll thing that's basically my buddy meets Teddy Ruxpin, uh, it was horrifying. And, <laughs> and I believed every bit of it. I believed that my Teddy Ruxpin was going to come to life and get me and... and uh, Did
2: you ever want it to come to life though?
1: Not after I saw the movie. <laughs> and I actually did, a, a, I mutilated my Teddy Ruxpin after the movie, I removed one of his eyes and I took his lower jaw off. And if you know me and some of the characters I've made I later in my career, that has followed me. And I still have we that Teddy Ruxpin with the missing jaw and the missing eyeball. He used to live in the museum, right? yeah. But now he's uh, at home where he belongs. Um, so yeah, Ch- Chucky and me—we have a long, lurid history. But uh, <laughs> scanners—that's crazy to me. I, well, think, think of it in the in the concept I of get that, it. where
2: it's like you think you just like I don't know the say closed uh, circuit I television. I do, but, but I do concert.
1: remember watching TV believing that the people were acting inside of a television, like thinking that was a real like when I used to watch Dukes of Hazard, I thought somehow I was watching Bo and Luke Duke. I didn't know they weren't real. I didn't know Conan wasn't real. I thought that the TV was just like kind of a portal to to Conan, you know? And I'll tell you what, I always knew cartoons were fake. Like I knew He-Man was a fake cartoon, but when I went to the drive-in and saw Masters of the Universe, I, my mind was blown. I saw a real He-Man. I knew it was real He-Man. It wasn't fake. It wasn't Dolph London. It wasn't until later, I was at my friend Ben's house, and his dad showed us the Punisher, and I was like, why the weird. hell
0: is He-Man <laughs> in a sewer with, a, with dark hair? i have
1: seen
2: that Punisher, yes? That's like, yeah, it's my favorite Punisher, actually. Not That's my favorite, a, but I do love it. Oh, my
1: God, I love That's, that Punisher. I That's my favorite. I just said I love it, though. Yeah, but what do you like, War Journal better? Exactly. no i like the,
2: the series
1: oh the series yeah the series is really yeah. good yeah the series, the series might fun. actually trump the 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 london movie yeah, but as far cool. as the films go i think it's the best punisher movie yeah when it
2: comes to them the, the, the movie, thing that bothers me is he never has a skull except for on it, the it, end of the knife,
1: knife. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes don't, don't, the, easiest to,
2: the, the easiest thing to get right about that movie. <laughs> and that that always bothers me yeah it's weird <laughs> But um, we played that scene where the guy walks in with a pizza and the dude just beats the shit out of him <laughs> out of nowhere. Like, hey I got a pizza just bam, bam. Just fucks I do up. I do like I do like that movie. Uh, I think it's a more accurate uh rendition of him than the other two movies. Yeah. I think if you mix the two, other two movies you have a much closer I didn't the like season. Thomas Jane and his punisher. I, it was the material that yeah. bothered me. I mean even it though was c- even though the scene was taken out of the comic book, the best extra scene for him should not be the popsicle scene yeah but, you know and uh and and i think and i actually really enjoy uh war zone i like war zone yeah but uh i as much as i like it I it looks like frank Millery, you know he yeah. looks real grizzly i would have liked it if they played a little more seriously
1: yeah you know, just a little bit well for our flashback feature we are going to do child's play and uh that's why i bring up you, uh, the fact yeah, that it's so and i just gotta
2: since we're getting Holland directed *Fright Night*, which is also one of my favorite uh, horror movies, and, and then it, also one of my favorite kids movies, which wasn't totally a kids movie, which was *Cloak and Dagger*. I
1: love the movie so much. And what about *Thinner*? I like it. I love *Thinner*. I do. I really like *Thinner*. I, I, re- used, to most people hate thinner. I used to freak out the girl that
2: liked me because I didn't. I wasn't into she I just wanted to be friends with her, and I always go. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't freak her out.
1: <laughs> so, no, I, I think Tom Holland is a uh, wonderful director. I wish and he directed more stuff. Everything that he has made, I love, and uh, I love Fright Night, and I love, love Child's Fright Play. I,
2: love um, it. I, I know he had, a, love he had
1: it. a he had a lot of problems it. on on Child's Play and didn't always get his way. And has, he originally
2: wanted Charles Lee Ray to be Andy's father yeah which is just weird i'm glad that doesn't
1: he also has fallen away from the series quite prominently so i don't know that uh i don't know that he'll ever uh i don't know if he has as much love for child's play as all i don't think as the rest of us but well there was a
2: there was also a story uh i mean he's credited as a screenplay uh writer as along with, uh, with don mancini uh and uh uh John Lafayette, who directed the second one, yeah. But uh, they ended up almost suing him because of that. I don't know the the details, the details. On it, but that was a driving wedge between them, and he actually had them barred offset because of that. Wow.
1: Yeah. Well, I do know that they came to him with a script done already. Like it wasn't his movie. He got hired as a director, but apparently they butt heads from from the beginning, mm-hmm. and. Uh, one of the... it's too bad because
2: it's such a well-directed movie yeah
1: and uh
2: and it, it would be interesting i i don't know is there any uh any um, making of that exists of that movie? yeah because there... i would love to see well i mean a candid one where where we would hear who wanted to do what and where, you know, because there's so many different directions this right. movie was there's, going to go.
1: There is a really good making of documentary that was on HBO in 1988 yeah. that came out before the movie, and it's on YouTube. Uh, I've watched it several times. There's also some really cool stuff with Kevin Yeager and the puppets. Right. Um, um, and since we'll, we'll since get you the same
2: draft, i I'll, I'll, you know, I always like to credit people and stuff like that. I'll get that out of the way real quick so we can get into the meat and potatoes of it. Uh, Catherine Hicks, of course, uh, yeah plays Karen the, the mother um, best known for her role in Star Trek 4 which you haven't seen but uh, <laughs> yeah. Also 7th Heaven. Uh, she actually met Kevin Yeager and married him a year after. Yeah, that, and they're still married to this day. Yep uh, Alex Vincent played uh, Andy Barkley, of course on uh, the first two uh, and then and Ollie comes was, back
1: in the well, Ali
2: yeah, uh, was replaced by Justin Whalen uh, which that's
1: I the sequest kid
2: No, that's the uh, um, the Lowell Clark. He, oh, yeah. Clark. he played uh, Jimmy. Jimmy
1: Olsen, yeah.
2: I'm not a fan of his yeah. in, that, in that role. I'm not really much of a fan of his in general, but yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he replied, reprised it again in Curse and Colt Chucky. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, that was cool. Cur- Curse and Colt don't ever get enough, uh,
2: I really like Curse.
1: I, I think they're both good. Cult's, Cult's good, but I really like Curse. They're back to dark, fun horror films. I like... think
2: considering how long the series has endured, how many entries there are in, and how much the budget has gone down, that they are about as be- as good as they could be.
1: I think that even Curse even and Cult series. are as good or better than Part 3.
2: Oh, I, I, I think 3 is easily the weakest in the series. I know no. you're not a fan of, what, Seed. Seed? Yeah.
1: I, I I've become...
2: But you like it better than 3, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't like it. To me, it's the closest. Because what I always credit the series for is reinventing itself. And I think 3 is the closest to being reminiscent of others. Yeah. It doesn't have a lot of new yeah. New ideas. Um, that's not to say it doesn't have anything new. Uh, yeah, Chris Sarandon plays Detective Norris. Also from Fright Night. Yes, Fright Night. And uh, also uh, Prince Humperdinck and The Princess Bride. Of course. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, love him in friday night but he's good in this as well <clears throat> and of course brad durk yeah the uh, the voice
1: and also as charles e ray in the first one I yes mean, he... well
2: he's uh, played in a couple different movies
1: yeah he, uh, oh he comes back too with the wig yeah, in the in the yeah. later ones in curse yeah. um
2: one thing uh, did you know that kim and kevin yeager never met until 2018
1: i had no idea yeah.
2: about that they never met uh well because he was doing mainly voice work yeah uh and you know he didn't film all that much for the first movie and stuff, and so they didn't they didn't meet until a horror convention mm-hmm. in May 2018. That's crazy. Yeah. And now, uh, well, Yeager stayed with the series through Bride of Shylock.
1: Yeah, and uh, Bride might be the best looking of the puppets I agree. ever. I mean, uh, techn- Technology-wise and and artistic-wise, they're incredible. Um,
2: they're so uh, articulate and. Yeah. The,
1: well, Kevin Yeager. Uh, for Thanks. those of you who don't know, he's he's a master of puppetry. He created the Crypt Keeper. He created Chucky. He's done uh, so much Nightmare awesome. Three. Yeah, of course, Nightmare Three. He's he's uh, well, he, That's my he sculpted always. Freddy for Nightmare yeah. Two, which is yeah. the Nightmare. look. Nightmare Kevin. Three is my favorite of, yeah. of his
2: work. I mean, he, so many
1: he he has uh, gone on to. Uh, he's just incredible. His his work is second to none, and one of my. Uh, greatest hero. So
2: clean and yeah, and, uh,
1: fluid. I mean, Everything's yes. fluid. Whether it's a prosthetic, uh, I mean, even look at the heads in uh, Sleepy Hollow when they spin off the body. Like those, every movement that his stuff does is so fluid. Um, but Kevin Yeager is the man. He was supposed to, as an effects guy, he always wanted to be a director, and he was supposed to direct Hellraiser Bloodlines, and that got taken care- away from him. No, I did not. And then he was also supposed to direct Sleepy Hollow, and then that got taken away from him. Um, I would have liked to have seen that. So, it's a really... Well, Tim Burton came on, and you know, everybody well, know, was but, crazy for Burton yeah. then. But the, it'd be yeah, really... That's what a, I don't like about the movies. It's, it's very Tim Burton-y, yeah. 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 But uh, going back to Child's Play, um, I had something I was going to say about the cast, and I can't remember. Chris Sarandon was from Fright Night. I don't know. It what It's just... It's a well-cat, oh, I was gonna talk about Ed Gale. Ed Gale, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who played uh, Chucky at time. This was a Tom Holland move. So they had the puppets that worked great, but as we know from working on puppet shoots, you can't get wide shots without getting the, the puppeteers in there a lot of times, or the cable controls or whatever it is. And uh, so sits. at one point they, uh, grabbed a kid and put a kid in the Chucky costume, uh, and by Ken or it was uh, Tom Holland said, oh just put.
2: It was uh, it was Alex Vincent's sister.
1: Oh okay, just put her in the the suit and have her run around. But the thing is, is she was so little, she was like three or four. You couldn't direct her, so they ended up getting a small statured actor named Ed Gale, who I've worked with on a couple projects, and he's wonderful. And he's told me such freaking cool stories about Howard being the on Duck. That set. But he also played Howard the Duck, um, and he's uh, Ed. Ed was a bunch of uh, you know mid '80s uh, characters, but as Chucky, he he was Chucky up through Bride as well. Mm-hmm. And they put him in the suit, and he he did a lot but of the. But he's movies. larger
2: proportionately than the dolls. He's so they, larger, but they, they would, had to make the sets bigger. They
1: would make the sets bigger. They would <laughs> shoot him from up you know, higher angles, like you can see and see to Chucky when he lights the car, or no, Brad and Chucky, when he lights the car on fire behind the, um, they're at like a rest stop, and you can see him running around, and and it's just a real high angle. What I
2: appreciate about that first movie, though, is like, I can't, I can't ever, you can't spot it, it. I can't spot it, which is just incredible.
1: It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So Ed Ed is an unsung hero of the movie because he does play Chucky in quite a few shots and uh, and he's the one guy for the longest time they could say he was the only guy that played Chucky, but now uh, there's been some others, um, but uh, yeah. So, um... well,
2: originally the the, the the film was critically lauded once it entered the theater uh, at a brisk and swift 87 minutes with the original cut was rumored to be well over two hours um wow. some claimed three hours that's crazy yeah and uh originally as well there was a lot of scenes of chucky and it, and they and the person the producer was, had wanted to to be more akin to like jaws where you know you don't, you see, don't see it or it's just yeah. and, and, and i mean hard to argue with what's there because it's uh, it's effective and such but there was a lot of weird scenes, like it delved into to Andy's uh, father dying in the car crash, and huh. and uh, and he he had like sit down moments with Chucky and and showed him different things, and uh, I think the original the original opening too, where you know they're chasing Charles Lee Ray already and stuff, and he's running away from the cops. Originally, he was stalking some uh, some woman whom he thought was an alcoholic. And it turned out that it was actually Detective. I Morris. remember.
1: I've seen yeah. uh, footage of that. That's what, yeah. yeah, that
2: was shot, and uh, which just seems like a waste of time. I mean, yeah, you you, you you don't need to know. You need you know all you need to know about Charles Lee Ray yeah. in in the in the actual cut, but they uh, yeah they had this this whole sting operation. Just a lot of really unnecessary stuff. Like all the the hospital scenes were a lot. Deeper, or when I say deeper, like they were doing all kinds of weird tests on him and stuff, and right. just unnecessary garbage. And clearly, I mean, if it's twice as long as it was, but uh, you know, because it was actually critically acclaimed once it once it ended up in the theaters. You know, even Roger Ebert loved the movie. Really? Yeah. And
1: he used to pan on some of these uh, slasher fare.
2: Yeah. Well, it did. did
1: have that roots in like the Twilight Zone talking Tina episode and stuff like that. I remember. I think that he was fond of, of the dull aspect of it. Yeah. But that's, okay.
2: But uh, as I mentioned to you earlier, we didn't really talk to you in depth about it, but uh, Charles Band was interested in...
1: That's in a crazy thing, because I had actually not heard that, and through your research, you found out that Charles Band was actually uh, talking about uh, producing the series. Yeah. And back then, in 88, he Empire was... It was rolling. They were well, making it what, what
2: you told me after. And, I, and
1: immediately after Child's Play came to fruition, Stuart Gordon made dolls, which is a blatant rip off mm-hmm. of Child's Play. I mean kind of a Child's Play too in a weird way with the doll factory, but it's a uh, Child's
2: Play rip well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, off dolls afterwards. Yeah. We're coming
1: right back in. <laughs> but that is also a great movie and and um but I could see Charlie being into child's play because he loves killer dolls. I mean, yeah, he also yeah. then jumped, one, once Empire uh, went away and Full Moon came, he came right out with demonic toys. He loves all
2: kinds of little Which Baby sense, Oopsie so. could
1: also be a knockoff of Chucky too, yeah. you know, foul mouth and.
2: Well, uh, one of the original concepts of the, the film was that uh, the the dolls would be filled with blood did you hear this yeah it was crazy. bloody buddy bloody buddy yeah and they would they would have the ability to bleed to
1: bleed if they got cut or but hurt but
2: that's where they, this kind of play is like andy was kind of kind of i don't know if emo is the right word or not but he would be like have behavioral disorder and he would end up cutting his hand and be having a blood pact with with Chucky, and that's where how how Chucky
1: would come to life. Oh, the, okay, so or, they were gonna do like blood brother thing. Yeah, and well, uh, back in the eighties too, that was kind of a common thing. I remember doing course, it with my but friends. But that's
2: exactly why I don't like it. Yeah, because it's not you know, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard, well, I mean, not the bleeding, not, and, not bleeding know, doll. Oh, bleeding doll. But yeah, they had like good guy bandages, for what, what it was and stuff. But uh, but then eventually, uh, also in the original draft, it, it wasn't even Chucky. He wasn't. Buddy. That's why it's bloody buddy and they were gonna yeah was based off the my buddy doll which uh, Then they got blocked because of because my buddy, of my buddy yeah. which is ironic because now the new one is is buddy. It's buddy. Yeah, but uh, but the the doll would kill People that gave Andy issues like so it was almost a protector and stuff like that. Well, yeah, yeah, but and you've heard this one before too. he would only manifest when Andy was asleep. Yeah, he not i mean the doll would be but it would only be alive when he would go to sleep because it would be a manifestation of his right right with him and such. i've
1: done i've done films like that actually. exactly
2: yeah this is a point so know, that's uh, yo know, yeah. but it was uh, going to be a lot more psychological and it was because his mom was a workaholic and his dad was dead and all this other stuff. So he was going to be all angsty and stuff, which I'm really glad. Because the, the relationship between Katherine Hicks and Alex Vincent is fantastic.
1: So believable. Yeah, absolutely. So believable. And, when he makes her breakfast in bed and it's all slopping all over the place. And man, I see even my own kids sometimes. And I think, oh, you little Andy Barkley. <laughs> it's it's really fun. We, we've had uh, Alex Vincent out here to the Monster Museum. And it's really weird standing next to a dude that we are exactly the same age and we're both from the same area in New Jersey. And like, as a kid watching that, I felt like I was that, you know, I related so hardcore. Like I said, I had a, a great relationship with my daddy Ruxman and it was, if I had told somebody he was alive, nobody would believe me. I know I understood where he where he was mentally. And when we had Alex here, like to tell, some guy who's exactly your same age and clearly kind of over the... I mean, he was nice. He, he loves that he's famous for this, but he wasn't, like, overly, like, you know, he about that. the character. Well, you not know? just
2: that. Well, I, you know, uh, it, it's, it's weird because it's like he doesn't have the same admiration for the like, the love of the character, right? even, and you, even beyond himself. You
1: look at somebody like C.J. Graham, who played Jason one time, and he came here, and he's telling everybody Jason stories, and he's doing Jason poses, and he's telling everybody about, oh, well, the hockey mask, blah, 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 and oh, this, and when the lightning strikes, and blah, 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 but then you got Alex Vincent, and he's like, yeah, man, I was six. It was fun. <laughs> the doll wasn't scary, and I didn't really like horror films until never. But, you know, it it was an interesting thing because, like, my whole life I felt so close to Andy Barkley. And then when I I meet the real Andy Barkley, I'm not saying he was a jerk or anything. It was just, like, not a big deal for him. It was a a big deal for me and not him. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, So me and you, we lived... Different lives, even <laughs> though I thought we lived the same life. <laughs> but I live the same life as Andy Barkley, not as Alex Vincent. That's yeah. the difference. That's what the difference is. Uh, well,
2: further irony was that MGM and United Artists, they're the same company, uh, they got so much flack, and uh, a lot of the, the higher-ups didn't like the subject matter of the movie because it dealt children and they thought it was going to lead to violence and all this stuff. But they uh, disowned the movie despite its popularity when it came out, and that's why Universal took over distribution rights huh. after that. Uh, I say ironic now because that's exactly why we have Remake City now with, with it right. and the separ- separation. That's happening, which is ironic because it's MGM still, and now they're trying to cash in on it, which is so funny, you know, we don't want nothing to do with it. Well, now we want everything to do with it, but it's also why things are different now, you know, we've we've spoken about the differences, and we'll go into that, of course, but um, I just think it's funny that it kind of came full circle, also with ideas and stuff, too, but uh, we'll get into that, too.
0: (laughs)
1: Yeah, the uh, the... I can't believe it took this long to get remade. So I mean, well, it, actually, it was supposed it, to happen
2: in about two thousand nine, and then because of the critical failure of the Friday the Thirteenth and the the Nightmare Maryland. remakes, yeah. they got gun-shy despite the fact. The that funny thing one, is, is that Brad Dourif
1: was going to still voice him. The Friday the Thirteenth remake was great.
2: But it wasn't not. It was critically yeah. bad, and it dropped like seventy percent. I still understand
1: why. But then again, they were the the thing that all these critics are kind of retarded about is all of these movies were junk. I think that's I why you, they're, well, they're so this, this good.
2: This is why I can tell you why. It's because back when they were coming out every year, that's exactly what was expected. Yeah. Exactly. and then when years went by and it wasn't we weren't getting them all the time yeah now all of a sudden even though it's even though it's a little bit smarter and a little bit better and uh, more polished it's it's not yeah it's not it's not in the the psyche of what to expect and it's like now it's it's what i would tip what i used to stereotypically think of ebert and and uh, Whereas, if it wasn't an award winner, typically they would pan it. You know, if it wasn't a good film, usually they would pan it. That is not completely true now that I've, you know, looked at them and stuff like that. But that was generally the mind frame. And I think that's what happened with, with those movies is that but then uh, the, they weren't used to the slasher anymore and so
1: stupid studios you know, get so gun-shy about things when they're like but the popcorn movie will live on forever
2: so well, particularly it was the nightmare one that really put the nail on uh, the it's because, because they tried to with... do
1: something that they shouldn't have done
2: well it wasn't that it, the movie was confused about itself yeah but, you know i mean it didn't even keep its own mythology within its film it's straight i didn't see it we we'll <laughs> talked a little bit about it you know.
1: but i won't uh...
2: we'll go into that sometime
1: yeah so when it comes to child's play, what's your favorite uh, moment in the movie?
2: Uh I I love when uh the mom's threatening because she's trying to get him to talk and and the first time he goes ape shit. With no batteries. Yeah, yeah. well he says, Hi, I'm Chuck. you wanna play and and freaks out. but then when when she threatens him and he just goes ape shit and, yeah. and you hear duraf's deep like up, yeah. you're still my <laughs> I love that so much. And uh, That was
1: ballsy for them to take that doll to that dark spot. Absolutely. And like, and then, well, well, every time they swore, I mean, You've, this is before Family Guy. Like, we didn't see cute well, things. Not, it's
2: not just that. It's up until then they've kept that really very stiff uh, doll face yeah. that just has very little movement. Doing most of the talking, and, and it, now all of a it sudden it's fully animated, and he's his mouth is you know. There's and, like uh,
1: I think there's seven different versions of Chucky in the first movie because yeah. he evolves. He's turning oh, yeah. more and more human. His hair recedes. Well, yeah, his and eyebrows he's actually to grow. uh,
2: start growing uh, facial hair for a yeah. little while too, and then it just didn't make the cut. It,
1: uh, I mean, he he looks awesome, and I have a uh, version of it in the in the museum that I sculpted. It's uh, off version two where he still has the drawn on eyebrows, but. His face has come alive a little bit. And a lot of people are confused by it and they're like, What? This looks so weird. And I'm like, Watch the movie, man. He mm-hmm. was weird. Yeah. You know, but. Uh, well, it's because he's becoming even, Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's
2: not just, you know, it, it's not just the doll. I, I think uh, it actually goes over a lot of people's heads yeah. in general. I don't you think know? they and, know well, And And I mean, the thing is, it's touched clearly upon in the sequel because he, I mean, yeah, well, I know we're not talking about it, but I mean, real quick he successfully says the chant to jump into Annie's body. And then what happens, his nose starts bleeding. Yeah. Because he's, he's, spinning, he's integrated. Long, yeah, but... he's integrated and, uh, and so it's, it's confusing when somebody claims that they're a big fan of the series. And yeah.
1: They're looking for good guy dolls. <laughs> but, yeah, I'd, I'd have to say that my favorite uh, portion of the movie is actually when the doll, convinces Andy to, to take him out to the ghetto. Like, in the middle of the snow, this little kid in a snowsuit just walking through like tent city and abandoned buildings and voodoo houses. And it's like, holy cow, this doll's gotta, I mean, and this is why it's so weird because Andy thought, you know, in the first movie, Andy believes that Chucky's his friend mm-hmm. and he doesn't think he's there to do him wrong. And then he tries to kill his parents and kill him and <laughs> and that's uh like that's what's so scary about part one for me is like he trusted him. He believed him. That was how great is, is
2: Alex Vincent in that. Movie, oh he's though.
1: so good. When he's,
2: when he's at the at the psychiatric ward and stuff and, and he knows Chuck he's coming for him and he, he's alone. And he thinks, like, he's going to, he doesn't say it, but he, he thinks he's going to die. Yeah. And he starts crying, and, and I mean, I. I Pretty the, good. Yeah. Pretty good. Absolutely.
1: But, uh, yeah, it's uh, one of those things where it's like, man, I can just, Im- I can imagine. But I also remember a day where a six-year-old could go walk like that and get out of town without, like, nowadays, no way. Kids don't. My kids don't leave. You know, I try to tell. I'm like, go to the park. They won't leave. But only one of Yes. We have a backyard. Go play in the backyard. No, nah, I'm just gonna sit here. All right. Well, do something. You know, they don't. They need a Chucky in their life. Get them to walk to the ghetto. <laughs> Every kid needs a doll that'll just chase them out of the house. We got my son a Teddy Ruxpin to try to help him have the experiences I had as a kid. He liked it for a while. Uh, yeah, but it never took to it the same. He never well, took so to it the same. different.
2: Kids are different. Yeah,
1: you know? they are. It's also, I think, a little weirder when your dad makes little characters and creatures, mm-hmm. and they they kind of they see behind the curtain, okay. and that's that's tough. 'Cause I believed well, all of it. Being, yeah,
2: they're all they're both being introduced to the world from behind the curtain yeah. first.
1: It's it's so weird because like even though I had to put tapes in that teddy bear, I believed he was real. Like I knew he was real. And uh, it's just strange. I can't remember the time that I realized like, oh, this is just a stupid toy, it doesn't matter. Like <laughs> I thought he was my friend. Like I really Until did
0: heidi do. Uh-huh.
1: Well, uh, what else you got on Child's Play? What else? Uh, you got any other uh, crazy, fun, insane stories that you found?
2: Uh, yeah, but I didn't write them down.
1: Okay. Well, go. <laughs> I'm
2: going to shoot right to this. Hypno Swirls? I'm still not ready to break the... Uh,
1: the I'm at either. like... 22? yeah
2: i need you to break this 22. i'm still not breaking the hypno swirls yet um i'm not, i broke it i broke the other scale for godzilla but that's not the hypno swirls
0: that's
1: oh one, so. all right well uh, i'm, I'm still... straight out to 22 on this yeah one. but you break the scale almost
2: every week so no uh, one. yeah i think all but two only I think all but two matters <laughs> <laughs> but flashback the flashback feature is all these movies that mattered to you so yeah. So uh, how bad are you actually seeing these movies that don't uh, don't break? The I'm spell?
1: not saying they're bad. I'm just saying they're not child's play <laughs> <laughs> What
2: well, you gave what did you, you give return a swan thing what? Four?
1: But, uh, four? Four and a half, half something. Yeah,
2: Wow, half. compared to a 22
1: yeah, I stand by that.
2: <laughs> Tom Holland's a hell of a director. I'm, I'm still gonna go, I'm just gonna go five right now. All right, five's good. Yeah, no, no it's great. Five's great. I, I think it's a fantastic movie. It's terrific. That's what I'm saying is because the Hypno Swirls are ones that-
1: My wife had, and I said, we're gonna start saying terrific more. Like that's a new thing. When someone says, like, how are you, that's uh, terrific. terrific. I'm doing terrific.
2: <laughs> well, the the ones because- terrific You're talking about ones that had these influences. Yeah. And it didn't influence me. I loved it, but it didn't influence right. me. Uh, so, yeah. So, five is as high praise as I can give ones that didn't influence me. Okay. So, yeah. All
1: right. Well, I'll take it.
2: Bring Freddie into the equation, and then I'll...
1: We are going to do some Freddie stuff. Yeah. I, originally, I had this awesome Freddie talk I was going to have, and I forgot about it.
2: Oh, I, I have plenty to talk about Freddie. So.
1: But we'll we'll get Freddie.
2: We're, We're going to have to do, like, multiple... We're going to have to do, like, a two-part thing
1: we're going to talk about yeah we can do a little series series. that's what i'm saying
2: probably like multi-part series because uh, i don't think two's enough honestly
1: well we'll we'll do it we'll do freddie one time but uh right now we're doing child's play which brings us to the main meat and potatoes of this modern movie that we're going to talk about
0: Modernist. And it's
1: child's
2: play. Right. The, the the modern maybe masterpiece. <laughs> the, uh,
1: <laughs> maybe not masterpiece. No, that, no, not, not
2: the child's play. I'm saying that that's what the, the, the statement's called. But it. we
1: could call it the modern maybe not masterpiece.
2: The modern maybe or maybe not masterpiece.
1: Yes. So we'll uh, make
2: it longer. Let's make it longer than that. Just keep yeah. adding yeah. it. And, yeah.
0: words every time.
1: I will say though that. Uh, so I'm going to start a disclaimer. I did not watch the new Child's I'll Play until <laughs> until I heard Mark Hamill was the voice of Chucky. I did not plan on watching the new <laughs> Child's Play. I will actually watch this movie because I'm a huge Child's Play fan. And here, I'm just going to touch back on C to Chucky. When I saw C to Chucky, I was so excited to go see it because I love Jennifer Tilly. And she was playing herself as well as Tiffany. I was so stoked, coming off Bride of Chucky, which was fun and dark and fun and fun, and there's a van and it was fun. That's
2: what I thought I was so great about the Root Vet series is they went meta, and then it brought itself meta
1: back to And the then, then I watched Seed of <laughs> Chucky, and I was like, what is this trash? <laughs> I didn't understand. I didn't get that it was a comedy, not a horror movie. I didn't understand that it was like a I John Waters son film son. with Glen yeah, or you know. Glenda being a callback like to Ed Wood. I,
0: <laughs>
2: I saw it once I in it a kick theater kick and it. I never watched it again.
1: I just didn't get it. I was so disappointed because they looked like Bride of Chucky Chuggies, but that kid did not look like the end of Bride of Chucky. And, and I just didn't get it. And then I watched it again. And I was like, alright, I'm getting a little red man. I, this is weird. It's kind of stupid. I'll watch it. And then I watched it again. And I was like, oh my god, this is actually really well it's done. It's actually pretty smart. It's smart. It plays well. If you can look at it like a John Waters movie, which John Waters makes yeah. a clear cameo, yeah. yeah, it really is a I fun good movie. why they put him in the movie. So, after the acquired taste of Seed of Chucky... Then I got privileged with Curse of Chucky, which I didn't think was gonna be anything good. I saw this terrible looking like, I
2: actually really loved the movie. So, I, was so
1: I, wow. I watched it, and I loved it instantly, and it was one of my favorites. You remember me coming back and telling you yeah. that
2: because you thought I was gonna like destroy it? No, I and, like, and I so loved it. so <laughs> then
1: I watched I watched uh, Colt of Chucky right when it came out, and I I loved that as well. It, you know, it was a like great follow-up. Up,
2: but it is a good movie.
1: But uh, then this new thing comes, and I see this stupid-looking doll. <laughs> and I oh, see yeah, these stupid about. advertisements. <laughs> and I see these stupid, 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 stupid stuff with no Brad Dorf. And I was like, how are they going to follow up these last two decent horror films with this garbage-going theatrical? I was so mad. But then I remember to Chucky, and I think... Uh, I already have some good child's play movies and memories. I'm going to give this a shot. We're going to see how it is. And it could, it could be crap or it could be good. I don't know. But Jeff did see it. Exactly, he saw it this week. Exactly
2: and... what I said in the first place. That it looks like a well-made movie. It's a well-made movie. It looks like a very entertaining movie. It's a very entertaining movie. But I don't know why they called it a child's play. They should have called it. They should have called it something else. Like, Kids play. I think they should have called it uh, "Your Friends to the End" or something akin to that. Huh. And link that way they link it to Child's Play as being a wink and a nod, without straight up calling it.
1: What about play. Bloody Buddy? They could have called Maybe it Bloody that Buddy, too,
2: which that makes sense because they are buddy dolls in this. Uh, which they're not
1: cool. Chucky dolls.
2: No, his name. This is this is what this is what drives the crazy. Crit- you got Amy Barkley. Who is nothing like Andy Barclay? He's even older,
1: and
2: and you uh, even play on that too—that that he's past the age that playing would, with toys. Yeah, well, this doll anyhow. And you have his mother, who is nothing like uh Catherine Hicks at all. And then the cop is Mike Norris, but he's nothing like Chris Sarandon. So names alone, nothing—just like don't even know why. I mean, that's the only link really. And you have Chucky. But, he's called Chucky. Yes, but, but he's a the, buddy. Though. This is the weird thing is that there's no reason why he's named Chucky. The dolls ask you to give him the name. You And the kid, Andy says Han Solo. And because he's broken or whatever, uh, he just spits out, oh, I'm Chucky. He's like, that's not even close he to Han Solo. should have said Chewy. Well, that would make a lot more sense, yeah. And uh, I said Chucky, and yeah, but uh, yeah, I agree with you 100%. But yeah, so there's no, there's no reason at all his name's Chucky, at all, just other than because he was Chucky in the original Child's Play. And, uh, but the movie itself is extraordinarily funny, extraordinarily entertaining. I just don't understand why they call it a child's play. Other than I campaign.
1: really hate the way the doll is wearing that striped shirt and overalls that made so much sense in 1988, but don't make sense from AI, AI unit. But they're bad buddy dolls,
0: yeah. So
2: they're still doing the link in the but, with my buddy.
1: But to today's standards, it should be no, wearing I well, this is a weird thing a, a baseball tee This the, the
2: weird thing though is, is you, despite the fact that they're playing up the more modern technology stuff, I think they're deliberately trying to get you ingrained in a more nostalgic mentality because like i said it starts with an orion logo and like they do this weird point of view thing that is that reminded me of robocop when he was being built and stuff and uh they do a a few different shots of that anytime you're seeing through that it's it's all distorted and, and it's just it's not modern technology in that respect at all yeah, nothing distorts like that anymore. This
1: is completely off subject, but do you think they'll ever remake Chopping Mall? No. If they did, they should just call it Kill Bots like Chopping Mall was <laughs> supposed to be. Hey, I mean, think they will. Rem- it's picking
0: up lately. I've, I've heard people talking about it a lot, and it's coming up a lot. The well,
2: only reason why is because it's getting to the point that, like... <laughs> what else is left? Well, Chopping Mall is let, No, it is. I'm it not is. just... No, you just let me tell you why. It's the reason why, <laughs> why is because, like... It's supposed to be the sophisticated, you know, like technology thing, but that's actually what just stuff is going to be. So it's not otherworldly, it's just the way the world is going to be. So it doesn't, you know.
1: So is the buddy dog grounded in reality? Like, is that like something?
2: It's kind of like a sophisticated Alexa.
1: <laughs> like a walking electric. He's got an ET finger. <laughs> ET phone yes. He controls things with his finger. <laughs> he
0: looks like
2: he does his little finger glows, and I I leaned over to Jamie and I was like, ow! Because it looks like ET. But here's the thing that really bothers that does bother me. Before I go into the stuff I like about the movie, uh, the motivation for why the Elliot. doll why the doll is a killer, is it <laughs> goes to the Vietnamese toy factory, and just really quickly you're introduced to this this builder, the toy builder, he's just a factory worker who's daydreaming whatever, and the factory uh, supervisor or whatever comes over there and just slaps him in the face, and it's all like, I told you! He's speaking Vietnamese. And that that does there's a reason why I'm saying that. He's speaking Vietnamese, they're speaking Vietnamese, and he's telling them, you know, I told you you quit daydreaming and shit, and you know, that's it. You're done after today. you're back on the street where I found you, after you finish this doll.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
1: And beyond that, then all of a sudden they go and then Ran John Rambo kicks the door open and shuts up the whole thing. He gets
2: he's he's disgruntled down. And he goes on there, and he starts typing on the computer, and he starts. So he programmed him even. He programmed him, but it's like violence protocol. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: yeah. so it's like, why did he
2: even have that protocol to begin just, with? Not only you does know? he have protocols why is the computer in English, <laughs> that we can read this? It makes zero sense, and I'm like, why are we able to read it, because you know, it is, it's in English, and it's, it's, he's going down the, the, all these different protocols that he's either turning on or off and everything, and that's why. Even more so that it doesn't make any sense, fine, you're pissed off at the factory owner, or the factory supervisor, why aren't you doing something to him? You're not, whatever happens with this doll, it does not affect him when I own it. Even more so because he kills himself right after he does it. <laughs> <laughs> he jumps out the window, and commits suicide. So it's like you totally just fucked over somebody who's gonna end up having this doll that has nothing to do with this factory. Set up whole thing where, like the factory too on the outside looks like child's play too, with yeah. the lightning. Yeah. And you think like something's gonna hit the doll. It's is,
1: is. Uh everything you just described is less of a child's play reboot and more of a joe dante small soldier well this reboot. is the thing is
2: is that this movie has almost nothing in common yeah. with the child's play movie that's what i'm saying it's like the what i told you is uh, i mean yeah the doll tries to kill people but it's not a small soldier yeah no, no no that's what i'm trying but what did i tell you i said that it shouldn't be called child's play because it yeah. has nothing in common other than the names of these characters it has more in common with Fatal Attraction and Terminator than it does with Child's Play. Because Chucky, it's more of Andy. Andy's a, the kid who plays Andy is awesome, first of all. But, he's even though he's kind of cool, he's a bit of a prick. Because Chucky is just not understanding right from wrong. And he is basically the T-800 that's sent here to be friends with, with Andy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he just doesn't take the time to teach Chucky, don't do that. And say, Oscar <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the thing is,
2: because the everything that he starts doing, he's doing for Andy because he's his devoted best friend. The 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 family pet scratches him, so he wants to strangle the cat to death. <laughs> it doesn't happen, so I didn't totally spoil it. There. Right. But- and
1: i think mostly, we're not worried about spoilers on this episode
2: but everything he's doing he's doing because he wants to be best friends with him and if he just took a second to try to teach him this shit wouldn't happen it's it's even demonstrated that chucky is capable of learning and this is funny that we just so recently did this episode that he actually learns a couple of homicidal tendencies from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Oh, that's awesome. Because the kids are watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and they're laughing at the movie thinking it's so And he thinks that the things that are being depicted are okay. in the movie is what you do to entertain You who you care about. right? So he's just being a bad example for for Chucky. Yeah, and it's even more maddening because there's a song that he sings that made Andy even pause when he was gonna do something at Chucky and so when Chucky is angry at Andy and he's gonna he, he thinks that he just needs to kill him or whatever Andy resorts to singing this song and Chucky relents Because it's his friend that's singing in a song So it's proof positive that if he just took the time
1: to teach him
2: teach him properly <laughs> He wouldn't have to kill for you <laughs> but uh, as I had mentioned earlier, I said that uh, that a semi-serious, what I think is the link. I think, you know, as the Terminator storyline always changes where Judgment Day changes, and Skynet becomes aware, that Chucky is the beginning of the new Skynet.
0: (laughs)
1: Chucky is the beginning of the new Skynet. And that could be my favorite movie Yeah,
2: and because Chucky Chucky has red eyes. None of the other ones have red eyes, and it's demonstrative by the red eyes. He makes these drones appear that look like fucking little mini hunter killers, (laughs) and they start killing people. He he goes live and starts controlling
1: everything was it august 7th 1997 well
2: no but they changed the date yeah. right? that's, yeah, they changed that's, the date multiple times now they changed true. the date and here's the thing too is they always say that skynet fought back because they sought to deactivate them right well it panicked because it, it knew what deactivation meant he knows he he learns what deactivation means in this in this movie and so when it, it would come time to be the ai to be the command center for all that stuff, and they go to deactivate him, I'm telling what me, Ch- Chucky the T- is new Skynet? I called him a T one hundred. Yeah, that's what I call <laughs> him. I called him a T one hundred. He's, totally he's totally Skynet. I'm. He's Sky, so like, like, adorable and sympathetic.
0: I am the whole so. Day, I'm like, oh, he's just. Well, that's what's, what's so that's what's <laughs> so
2: funny is is the the first time you see the doll because I know we talked about how that doll looks. I still again I was like I've seen this already this doll but good God, that thing is ass ugly, right? And then there's slight tweaks that happen throughout the movie, and I swear it gets a little bit cuter throughout the movie, but you were saying it's just so bad. It, they, they play up how, how, how stupid he looks. Like he even tell like Andy will tell him, no man, you know, because he's already looking weird when he's making facial expressions, like no, really, really play up. And uh, he's doing all these weird facial things and stuff. That's so funny. Movie. Yeah. He's <laughs> trying to get him to do like, an angry face. Yeah. So he's just doing all these weird And, and actually that reminded me kind of of Arnold, uh, the the Arnold- Oh yeah. Thing. It like, reminded me very much of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: What, uh, yeah. how did Mark Hamill do as the voice? Uh, I liked him. I liked him just fine.
2: Uh, but the thing is, is he's totally sympathetic. I mean, yes, he's homicidal, but When he's killing people, it's mainly for the love of his It's out of his heart, yeah. It's mainly out of the love of his He just doesn't actually
1: filter because that Vietnamese
2: guy stole his filter. Well, this is where I say that it becomes fatal attraction because then it becomes, oh, well, now you want to be friends with them but not me. And so I need to get them out of of the way. But Andy kind of acts like a dick to him after a little while because it's like it's just he doesn't understand he doesn't understand and so he's all like "Nah, get away from me you know yeah and it's like well, how
1: do no I... hey it's like you know you ever have that girl that kind of hung around and you thought it was really fun and then all of a sudden she's like <laughs> come on dude get away from me you're you're bugging me so you know? if
2: you just can ignore the andy barkley's and the chucky and forget that you're watching a child's play movie, i think you will love this movie well, so
1: I you I, I'm gonna be honest. Is usually you're telling me about these movies, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, no, cool, awesome. I actually, you, you like might, you right? might have sold me. <laughs> I, the thing is, is for anybody who doesn't know, I, I'm a, I got, I believe Terminator's real. <laughs> so I'm, uh, like that, that theory that I'm uh, the all
0: of in on it. it. Actually, <laughs> I, Together too. It I mean, it does.
1: All <laughs> in on a Terminator child's play gloss well, over. They, they kill him
2: at the end, but he fucking spreads. He go. He clearly spread himself out.
1: Does he dip into molten lava hanging from a chain? No. Oh. All right.
2: But, Still, but we're talking about Terminator
1: One. Yeah. Yeah. Terminator 1. yeah. Well, it's uh that would be. You know a lot of the population would hate it, but that would be my favorite thing well, on the planet
2: when sac- he doesn't sacrifice himself down the chain like you Because fucking andy barkley didn't teach, teach him, him the value yeah, life. Yeah. No, I I he wants to live damn it. He wants to live because you didn't teach him the value of human life
1: <laughs> I would like I would like more than almost anything cinematically in my life for this to be a crossover to Terminator. It would be fantastic, wouldn't it? I would, I, And the rest of the public may turn on, on everything, but they could suck an egg because that would be the way I to you, sell me I want movie. you to
2: watch that movie and think of it from that perspective, that what I'm watching is the
1: beginnings of Skynet. And, I will, I, and I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to watch it like that, and then I'm going to make fan art. And, and I think we need to somehow document the fact that there's somebody out there trying to tell you us. You know, that. I read theories all the time. I read a, that is that is my original
2: theory. No, I didn't hear that from somewhere. I came up with that. So. Um,
1: I haven't heard one review, negative or positive. I haven't heard anybody it's even talk good about this it's movie. It's getting good
2: reviews. I, I went into it thinking it was
0: going to be a complete piece of shit, and,
1: and it's it came
2: funny. Out really one it's it. so funny. Yeah, like deliberately, it is trying to be funny. The kills are like cartoony, sort
0: of over the top. What
2: I love though is when Chucky's standing over in the corner and you hear the cat noises. Because the cat's dead and he he starts meowing. He starts meowing and stuff like that. And when they pan over to him, then he plays the recording of when he clearly murdered the (laughs) (laughs) cat. He's just standing in the dark with his eyes glowing. He's staring at him while he's sleeping and making murdered cat noises. It's so funny! Because <laughs> he feels bad or something like Because Andy's mad at him, so he's yeah. to the cats sounds. All he <laughs> well, has he is get, because, dying cat noises. But see, this is Andy's fault, it's not just because the cat scratched him. He says, I'm so sick of you. I, you know, I, he. Looks like, like, I so wish we
0: could yeah. just get
2: rid of those damn just cats. just get rid of this damn cat and stuff like that. And he also, what do you call him, a dickhead or something like that? Yeah. Because the cat's the cat's a piece of shit to him. You yeah. You know? The cat scratches him just when he's reaching down for a game piece. The cat just scr- and scratches him. And so... The well, cat's so, are the devil. He, oh, that's true. So the thing is, is this is not like he was just, oh, I don't like that, pet. That, you know? I don't like right. that. Cat. I mean, the cat actually caused him harm. The cat actually threatened him. He was clearly caused pain. So he, he, he was trying to get rid of, of it. And yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it i'm sorry i still got it i have to spoil this i have to spoil this so he kills the mom's boyfriend who turns out to be a married man right that's the but he was, gonna kill him, he that. he was gonna kill him anyway and so
0: <laughs> he
2: fucking he he he's there's a tiller and he meant he ends up taking the guy's head off on a tiller right and it's so funny because his hair flies off and lands on the, on the garden you know. But when the cops come of course it does. <laughs> when the cops come and they and they to investigate, he's, he doesn't have a face. And it's and, like totally bright red, bloody like big eyes, yeah, sort yeah, of but like. That's, yeah, that's And so when he let, when he, the way he lets Andy know that he did it in the solid, is he fucking delivers his face.
0: <laughs>
2: he nails it to a watermelon, <laughs> <nut laughs> and like wraps uh, it up in a boat. Because of, <laughs> of Texas Chainsaw too. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> Texas, Texas Chainsaw too, because they were totally laughing about he's like, that could never happen. <laughs> So, yeah. so he puts his face on this fucking watermelon. You know? yeah. Oh, it's so great. Oh, that's, it's so funny. That's pretty awesome. Yeah.
1: That's pretty awesome. You, great, great, You didn't awesome. have to spoil that part. I though. did. I did.
2: <laughs> I did because we were just talking about Texas Chainsaw too. So yeah.
1: uh, here, here's a rating one to five. What do you give it? This is a solid.
2: I'm going to give it a four. Because because even though I enjoyed the last act, the first two thirds of the movie are extraordinarily strong, and then it goes a little bit wobbly towards the in the last act. Yeah. From the the car the car, it was entertaining, but I, yeah I was just like, come
1: on. Up <laughs>
2: until that point, I was like I was totally I was just settled in and I was believing it, and then it kind of it was just like.
1: Went a little too far
2: yeah a little just a little too far all his powers i guess sort of started yeah 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 he takes he takes control over this automated car and and yeah it's 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 silly it's yeah. silly but not in the like really cool way yeah so,
1: yeah all right we got a four on it and I, I will check this one out and uh I'll let that's you know what a great I think, score i do though. um but uh all right so we got to do the wheel we it, would, it would do... go
2: up to a 10 out of five if i turned out that uh, if it's that a terminator started.
0: yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, I would give it a four as well just because it shouldn't have been a
2: Chucky movie it no, absolutely it's 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 it was, if it was its own movie and it wasn't child's play it easily would have scored way higher if it was its own thing but i'm it's going riding the coattails of the name for no other reason than no marketing name. Yeah. yeah
1: that sucks yeah uh, we're gonna do a Wall-E's top three favorite robot movies. Favorite robot movies? Um, Terminator,
2: uh, RoboCop, Ch- Chopping Mall. All right. Terminator two, Terminator
1: one before Terminator.
2: 2. I actually, I like the Terminators in order. Mm-hmm. I really like Terminator one. I, I can't pick to... between them.
1: Yeah, I have a real hard time with
2: Terminator one and two. Yeah, I, it's, it's, I, I liked
0: two when I was younger, but now well, when it's I'm just, older, I like It's one. just
2: so weird because d- despite the fact that there's so many similar story beats, they're two totally different Completely movies.
1: Completely different movies. One's
2: a horror movie, one's more of uh, an action movie. Th- yeah. yeah. And uh, there's so many groundbreaking moments of lots of Lost In of both movie, of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's,
1: yeah. All right. Terminator, RoboCop, Chopping Mall.
2: Good
0: yeah. good. I would put the Vindicator
2: in there. That's good. Vindicator? Uh, yeah. Which one's a Vindicator. It's also known as Frankenstein 2000, and it came out in the early 80s. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, Stan Winston made the suit for it, and it's very RoboCop-esque. It's about a, a guy who is trying to make uh, a sustainable suit for astronauts for Mars, and he ends up being murdered. Uh, it's an inside job, of course. It's very cliche. But uh, he gets put into the, the suit, and... Uh, it's, it's Frankenstein, but yeah, it's yeah. it's very cool. Very Have you cool. Ever seen Rotor? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like basically just a Robocop ripoff, but like
0: the dude has like a mustache and sunglasses. Yeah, he looks
2: like he looks like a mix between uh, uh, Mad Max in the first movie and one of the village people. <laughs> 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 the cop village person. I thought <laughs> so he had threw Chopping Mall in there just because we said it earlier. Chopping so, Mall is um, a good movie. It is. But is it a robot? But you can, I, mean, I know there's robots in it, but okay. you consider it a robot. Oh, hundred's I mean, short circuit. I yeah, short yeah. circuit's great. Yeah, it's, I don't think three is good enough. I think it has to be a larger. This three.
1: is a wall yeah. top three.
2: No, no, no. I'm saying that the list needs to be longer. You oh. know, because, you know, it's like, what's your favorite horror movie? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's too hard yeah, to sure. answer. Yeah, yeah robots so are free. Cool. It's too hard to, you know.
0: Mega Godzilla! Definitely <laughs> Terminator, Robocop, and then a billion other ones from for three. I love
2: robots. I love robots. Robots too. are yeah. badass. Yeah. So they're doppel- doppelgangers and robot doppelgangers. Shit, fucking... Um, uh, Bill and Ted's 2 is technically, yeah. yeah, 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 and the good, the good and bad, <laughs> the, <robotises. laughs> <Those are> good. <laughs> the good robotesses are badass, he's got a fucking vacuum as a foot, what the hell,
1: yeah, <laughs> all right, so now we're going to spin this wheel of murderous mayhem and see if Jeff can get see, out I of I live
2: in the remake of Child's Play because it's Asian that, that turn him, turn him evil, so the Asian guy would be-
1: <laughs> All right, here go, we go. I look at the computer. At the it. <laughs> yeah. hey. The the Norse monster from The Thing.
2: Oh fuck! I, 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 that, seriously, I know what it normally happens, but that fucking dead dude. Get a, <laughs> even Kurt Russell doesn't make it out of that. even though He doesn't get
1: taken over. <laughs> All right, you heard it here first, folks. Jeff could not survive in Norway against a monster. Would you be able to survive
2: Chucky? He's an anti- the the anti- play. I'm sorry? Would you be able to survive against original Chucky? Hmm. So everybody says I'll just be able to kick him bullshit right you put him in a he
1: fire pit he's coming back
2: you and, can't kill Chucky he's he... got the strength of a man yeah there's yeah. no way everybody says oh you just kick him, no, really there... him. how yeah. does that work for the people that kick him right
1: oh just stab him in the face with a car lighter that'll do it
2: especially yeah. now in Colta Chucky they yeah. are like oh hey there's 10,000 of them
1: yeah whatever. you're not gonna you're not just gonna kick that doll <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll be like Charles Totally, uh, you know. I'll get you whatever you need. You want me to go find the little kid? You'd for be you? like totally
1: the manservant. You, you would know. just be. His... I'll be your familiar. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> be
0: I don't
2: know. I know you're not a vampire, but I'll totally. Do whatever you want me to do. I guess, yeah, you just like rationally talk to him. And yeah, I'm, just,
0: the,
1: I'm the, the Chinese man <laughs> I live. <laughs> i children from the mall and feeding them the truck. <laughs> I want to live, damn <laughs> it. <a> spineless fool. <laughs> With that, nighttime is the fright time. I'm Tom, that's Jeff, and that's Waleed, and we are out.